Welcome to the Werfel Trophy Podcast at werfeltrophy.org. Episode number 28. Greetings, everyone. Tom Bursell here. Thanks so much for joining us. With these podcast episodes, we hope to bring you stories of great things that are happening around the country and around the world with our past Werfel Trophy nominees, recipients, and friends of the Werfel Trophy. And joining us today is a man who is certainly one of those friends. He is the Vice President of Community Affairs for Chick-fil-A, the Executive Director of the Chick-fil-A Foundation, and he's the author of the book, Heroes Wanted, Mr. Rodney Bullard. Rodney, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Rodney, at Chick-fil-A, I don't know if there's any one individual that has as many things on their plate as you do. Share with us a little bit about what your role is at Chick-fil-A. Well, I can tell you we're we're all busy here at Chick-fil-A, really doing our best to take care of uh, customers and operators and uh, and serve communities. And we're we're blessed uh, to be able to do that. And, uh, and, and so uh, one of the, the partners that we have is the Workful Trophy, and we're really proud of that. But what I do at Chick-fil-A is I have a chance to run corporate social responsibility, uh, and uh, I have a host of people uh, who, are, who are doing great work there uh, in the environmental space, but also in the uh, philanthropic space through the Chick-fil-A Foundation, and, and finally really engaging communities through community affairs. Yeah, two things that really stand out to me. One, Rodney, is what you guys are doing on uh, what Atlanta up there they call the West Side and the West Side development just west of the Georgia Dome. You guys had some pretty cool things happen in the last year. The Beloved Benefit being one, can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, so the Beloved Benefit was an amazing opportunity. It was amazing uh, gathering, an amazing evening. And so Dr. King talked about the Beloved community, a community it really comes together, a community that uh, was about taking care of one another and helping one another, and really in the sense of helping your neighbor, helping those who uh, who are right there with you and getting to know your neighbor. And so through the Beloved Benefit, Atlanta is openly aspiring to be the beloved community. And we had this event, 2,000-person event. We had Bruno Mars and Steve Harvey and T.I. and Jeff Foxworthy, and we had this Grammy-esque evening where we came to celebrate, but also to raise money for a good cause, to raise money for the neighborhoods of the west side of Atlanta. Uh, And some of those neighborhoods are are challenged, Uh, challenged from an economic standpoint, challenged from a housing standpoint, challenged from an education standpoint. And to, to give those dollars that were raised to the beloved benefit to those communities. And, and what we really loved about the beloved benefit was it wasn't just a black tie event. In fact, it wasn't a black tie event at all. It was come as you are. And it wasn't, uh, you know, just the folks who could write a check or were willing to write a check, but it was everybody. It was the, the neighborhood we were trying to help. It was uh, folks from other parts of Atlanta, uh, folks from outside of Atlanta even. And it was us getting together, eating in a family-style situation at long tables, not round tables, and having just a good time. And everybody dancing and stomping their feet to Bruno Mars. So the Beloved Benefit was wonderful. Uh, And the effort that we have ongoing on the west side of Atlanta, uh, along with a host of other companies, Coca-Cola and Home Depot and Delta and Equifax and SunTrust, uh, really is kind of the embodiment of the beloved community, the corporate community coming together, the philanthropic community coming together, the city coming together to try and help 
an area of, of our city that needs a little bit of TLC. And one other thing I want to ask you about the Chick-fil-A Foundation does is the scholarships for deserving team members. And I, if you want to see something that bring you to tears, I, I strongly suggest you go to the Chick-fil-A Foundation website. A lot of young people, not necessarily all young people, are surprised when you show them that they've earned a scholarship on Chick-fil-A. Share with us a little bit about that. Yeah, so the Chick-fil-A uh, team member remarkable scholarship is is a great scholarship opportunity for those who work in, uh, in our restaurants. And and, uh, and the the opportunity is for a team member to apply for a scholarship. They can get a $2,500 scholarship. They can apply for that $2,500 scholarship up to four times, so they can get upwards of $10,000. And some, 12 team members a year, get a $25,000 scholarship. Uh, and this past year, Dan Cathy, our CEO, uh, he he surprised those 12 team members. Uh, they thought they were coming to a conference. And in actuality, <laughs> in front of about 5,000 people, they were awarded $25,000 scholarships and a trip to Disney. And so um, it really is uh, life-changing. It, it goes along with our hope and our aspiration of helping uh, a child or a person be everything that they can be and kind of moving this economic mobility model and moving people in a way that um, that really is uplifting. Roddy, let's talk about your book. You wrote the book last year, Heroes Wanted. Oh, man, so many questions here. One I read in the beginning. If a classified ad was written that says, hey, we're looking for heroes, <laughs> how would you look? How, yeah. what, would, what would you do? And, it's, and we're not looking for superhuman heroes, but it's things that we can do. Share with us about what went into this book because it's just fantastic. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Uh, it's been a uh, pleasure really to, uh, to be a part of encouraging people to be heroes and hopefully helping people see that there's a hero in all of us. And not just that there's a hero in all of us, but there's a hero that we need to activate, that we need to uh, act upon. Uh, we often think that we uh, don't need uh, or we need something that we don't have, that we need more money, that we need more strength, that we need more good looks, that we need whatever uh, in order to, to be this superhero that doesn't really exist. It's fictional. Uh, but if we think about the people who have invested in our lives, you know, those people were ordinary people. Those people sometimes just gave us a word of encouragement, sometimes just checked in on us, sometimes did some small thing but was big to us. And so if we think about that, then we too can be heroes in the lives of others and in the lives of other communities as well. And I often hear people say, well, you know, I, I don't know how to connect with people on this side of town or people who are different than me. And really, you know, the same things that move you or move us will move others as well. And so there's a hero in all of us. We just need to live our hearts out loud. Yeah. If you're looking for a book that gives you biographies of great heroes, this isn't the book. This is the book on, like you said, managing your three feet. Talk with a little bit about your three feet. Yes. So uh, one of the concepts within the book is this notion of your three feet. A good friend of mine is a professor over at the Emory School, Dr. Gregory Ellison. And he uh, he tells a story about his aunt Dot, and he asked his aunt Dot when he was very young, "How do you change the world?" And she said, "I don't know how you change the world, but I do know you can always impact the three feet around you." 
And so this notion of taking care of our three feet, this notion of being mindful of who comes across our three feet, how we treat people when we meet them, whether we're smiling, whether we're engaging, whether we are, are nice and, and encouraging, that's important. Uh, but also looking out within our three feet to see problems. Uh, oftentimes we walk past communities in despair, people in despair, uh, and we don't do something about it. Uh, and they're within our three feet. And so really it's a leadership notion and it's an obligation that we have to do something within our three feet on a daily basis. And it's a choice above all things. I was on a campus with our first winner, Rudy Nicewanger, out of Louisiana State, and we were talking to some football players, and he said, it's normal to not know what your passion is. But he says, when there's a list of things to do, just do it. Sign up. And you mentioned that in there, too. If there's an opportunity and you're not sure, just do it, because it may take you and show you something that you didn't know you had. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And and, and the measure of giving back and just getting started. Again, that's a leadership principle. Just, you know, you start where you are uh, and and do what you can do. One thing I noticed, Rodney, about the book, in the spiritual world, it seems like a lot of churches are going away from Sunday school and we're going into small groups. This is an excellent tool to use in the small group, is it not? I think you even have a leader's guide in the back. It is. Uh, it's definitely a book that can be used by churches. And, and there is a, uh, a, a leadership guide, uh, and questions that you can ask from a classroom perspective uh, and from a curriculum perspective in the back of the book. There are also blank pages in the back of the book where you can write your story as well uh, because everybody has a story of how someone else touched them. I talk about my own story of Mrs. Adams, who was my first grade teacher, who really was impactful for me, but everybody has a Mrs. Adams as well or some person in their life that was impactful for them. and I'll say this, although the book is written from my own religious perspective, uh, I think the book resonates with everyone. And the, the the curriculum in the back and the guide and the questions, those are questions that anyone can uh, follow along with and uh, anyone can, can be comfortable with. It's fantastic. And again, uh, Heroes Wanted, Why the World Needs You to Live Your Heart Out. And with Rodney Bullard, again, you can find it. Amazon, a lot of places also go to the go to the website, uh, Heroes Wanted Book. Rodney, that kind of transitions into some other heroes that you're a part of, and, and you've really helped being a big part of this. The Werfel Trophy, the Chick-fil-A Foundation, is now the presenting sponsor of College Football's Premier Award for Community Service. You are one of our National Selection Committee members. You and Maria Taylor from ESPN came aboard last year, and you get to see firsthand what some of these young men are doing off the field, serving others. Talk about that. It really is amazing. It is amazing. Uh, one, the Werfel Trophy and this notion of uh, it's not just about football. It's not just about performance on the field, but it's also about all the leadership traits and all of the character traits that football teaches and the opportunity for these young men to go out and to be leaders in their community uh, and to be role models in their community and, and to use that influence for good to help others. And so the Werfel Trophy really uh, honors those young men who are doing that and exemplifying that. And, and they're heroes in the sense of um, they're using their gifts. They are using what's within their three feet. They're looking from without their three feet, and they're helping people in the same manner. So uh, really honored to be a part of the Werfel Trophy. Uh, Chick-fil-A is honored to be a part of the Werfel Trophy. Uh, and 
even though Danny Werfel is a is a gator and I'm a dog, uh, he's a fine young man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, 130 schools in FBS, and most of them submit somebody. When we narrow it down, you get to your semifinalists and your finals three. It's pretty tough, isn't it? It is tough. It is tough. <laughs> in a good way, in a very good way. It's a, in, in a wonderful way uh, because you think that, you know, so many schools, over 100 schools have submitted their heroes, uh, and you get down to people who have done such miraculous work. Uh, but they're all winners. They're all heroes, and they're all leaders, and, and we have high expectations for all of them. Oh, Rodney Bullard, hey, we appreciate all that you do for us and uh, that you've done for us and that you're doing not only in Atlanta but around the world. Before we close, do we have some final words from uh, Rodney Bullard to our listeners out there? Yeah, well, it is a pleasure uh, to be able to, to serve our communities. Chick-fil-A is, is honored to, uh, to care for our communities and serve our communities and, and work and live in our communities. And so uh, we hope to continue to, to earn that right every day and continue to, uh, to live up to the obligation of, of being good stewards. Rodney Bullard, thank you so much, my friend. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you.